Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Todd McClellan has been fired as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. The new guy is Ken Hitchcock, a name you all know very well. Cut his coaching teeth right here in the city of Edmonton. He has coached in St. Louis. He has coached in Dallas, Philadelphia, and Columbus in the NHL. Of course, also uh, coached in the minors and a long time with the Kamloops Blazers in the WHL way back in the late 80s into 1990. My name is Reed Wilkins, taking over for this breaking news coverage from Ryan Jesperson, also happy to hear from you this morning at 780-496-0063. You can text 630-630. It has been a very disappointing run here for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, They started 0-2, and which way were they going to go? Well, for 11 games, they went up. Let's go live to Peter Shirelli, general manager of the Oilers. With all the parity in the the league and, and you know, I, I think the timing was right now to do it. Um, the, um, you know, these are difficult decisions, and you've seen, you know, a number of GMs in this same position speak, and you'll probably hear me say this some of the same things. Uh, but um, there's still a lot of runway left in this year, and we felt that uh, um, a new voice would be would be helpful. And uh, and uh, and certainly, I'm not certainly absolving myself of any responsibility on the player personnel. And if this isn't this isn't just a, an indictment of Todd, like or or the players. I mean, this is this is a collective thing, and uh, it's our job to uh, to get to the playoffs, and we owe it to our fans. And I felt this was the right move for it. Ken Hitchcock, why Ken? Um, I had the uh, the. Uh, uh, experience of working with Ken and Soshi. I got to know him fairly well in that short period of time. Um, obviously, his his track record is impeccable. Um, he uh, he's a, he's a very good tactician. Um, what I saw was uh, a real high level of input in a short period of time. You can you can. Extra, extrapolate that a little bit here. Like we've got, we're in two months in, and we we, we don't have a full season left. So he's he knows how to uh, uh, inject um, uh, system structure execution um, in a short period of time. So and uh, well respected and uh, and a taskmaster, and he's he's got a lot to his portfolio. And I felt it was the the right person for the job. With Todd, was it more strategic, or or, or just the the players weren't kind of responding the way you'd hoped? Well, I, I just you know I, I I saw some things that were resurfacing, and again, not an indictment on Todd. He's he's a good man, and. Uh, he's a very good coach, and he's going to be a very good coach in the league again. Um, 
I, I just saw some things that we had a good start. We had, well, we had a, a weak start, but we had a real good stretch, and I don't think we overachieved. And then I, I just saw some reversion back. So um, I can't tell you. It's, this isn't scientific. When you, it, it's, it, there's a sense and a feel, and you, you talk to people, and and I just what I saw. I saw levels of flatness, uh, levels of non-response. So when that happens. Uh, the radar goes up and, and we decided to act. Pitch can be uh, like a, a glass of cold water, to his credit. I mean, he gets teams to kind of change the way they approach the game. Is that what you're looking for here? Yeah, I, as I, my other answer, um, um, I think, I think you know, you can put it different ways. Glass of cold water, he can instill something in short order and, and execute and direct it. And, and um, he's, um, he's going to be here for the year and then we'll evaluate at the end of the year. But um, uh, had some good discussions with him uh, latter part of yesterday, and he's very excited. Uh, you'll talk to him later, but he's very excited and motivated, and uh, and had our de- or had our team down as far as player to player and mm-hmm. systems and whatnot. Um, and nothing, no changes, obviously, to this point with the assistants. No, uh, this, no, the, the assistants will be they'll be here. Yep, they'll okay. remain. Will this change the way the others play a little bit? He has a, a, kind of a reputation for being a, a shut-it-down defensive coach. Yeah, I think you're going to see more of that structure, but we talked about uh, um, the forecheck being aggressive, and if, if you can recall when we were playing, well, it was aggressive. The second man was pretty proactive, and even the third man uh, was uh, uh, shading towards the puck. So we want to get back to that. Um, um, he does have like elements of his game are are defensive and and uh, he talks about from the dots to the boards the play and the dots to the boards and that's important that's wall play that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the game is so you'll you'll see more of that. He integrated some younger players even in Dallas's last year. Uh, could you potentially? I mean, I know you've got Paul Yarby and Yamamoto down right now for a little you know confidence building session is that is it was that ever a discussion with ken about the possible deployment of a couple of your younger guys and getting them involved and seeing if we can get going with those guys yeah, yeah it was yeah it was it was certainly that we, we we talked about a, a number of things including integrating some some youth those, those players specifically uh we, they've got a good stretch of games this week uh, i'll be at two of them uh keith will be at three of them keith kretzky and so we'll see how those guys are doing but yes that was a point of discussion when you uh when you told todd i guess when did you tell him and what was his sort of uh response to the news i told him early this morning and uh he was obviously disappointed um uh, as i said he's a good man and we talked about uh a number of things that uh, will remain private but um uh you know, he's. Uh, you know, I, we've all been fired before. It's not. It's. It's not a good situation. So, I, but he's a good man, and I'm sure I'll have another discussion with with him at some point. And um, as and as, as I said, he'll be in the league in short order. Back in the league. People thought that he might get this trip to kind of salvage it or save it. What was the tipping point? Like, when did you decide? Okay, we have to make this change. It really came up after the uh, Sunday game, and. Uh, slept on or barely slept on it and then uh started thinking about it in the morning and and uh uh you know we travel unfortunately todd had to come with us which was unfortunate but certainly not planned um it would have been nice for me to make that decision earlier but um it, you know what it's maybe it was the thanksgiving american thanksgiving juncture point maybe it was just you know six out of seven I felt like it was time. With the, with the roster, will that change? Like, is, is this team good enough, no matter who coaches it, or do do you 
want to make some moves? Well, we might look at some moves. I, I think it is good enough. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think uh, players, again, we, we, none of us can absolve ourselves in this situation, including the players, so I think they can be better. You have a number one goaltender who's really struggling right now. Uh, was there some discussion points with Ken as to try to how to get, how to get Cam Talbot recalibrate his last five starts? He's got a, I think he's been sub 904 of those five starts. Yeah, that was again. We touched on a lot of points, and obviously goaltending is very important. And uh, um, uh, we we talked about that, and uh, and we talked about Koskinen also. Okay, thank thanks. Thank you. All right, that's live from San Jose. Edmonton Oilers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Peter Shirelli. He has made a coaching change. Todd McClellan has been fired after three seasons and 20 games as the Oilers coach. Todd McClellan finishes in Edmonton with 123 wins, 129 losses, and 24 OT slash shootout losses for a points percentage of 508. He is the fourth winningest coach in Oilers history. He was 16 wins behind Ron Lowe for third. The new coach is Ken Hitchcock. Obviously, you know this guy very well. Some of the highlights there from Shirelli's comments, he said that uh, he could see some things uh, resurfacing some problems in the Oilers games resurfacing he said there was some reversion there he said he didn't want to go into uh, into details of what those were I, I think from my observations of the Oilers recently uh, you saw some players cheating for offense not engaging in the checking part of the game in the defensive side of the game uh, and that didn't help and uh, I, I think obviously there was a, a massive problem and I'm not necessarily saying this is McClellan's um, fault, um, and but Hitchcock's going to have to deal with it. There was a massive problem with how the Oilers dealt with problem areas in games. And I, I think we saw last year when they faltered or the other team made a push or the other team got a big goal, uh, the Oilers often sagged, and, and they they often weren't able to get back into games. Not only were they not often to get back into games, games got out of control. And that happened Sunday night against the Vegas Golden Knights. The Oilers were in decent shape after the first period, up 2-1. They, they played pretty well through most of the first. They give up a shorthanded goal. They give up a 5-on-5 five -five goal. They give up a power play goal. It's three goals in 2 minutes and 12 seconds. All of a sudden, you're deflated. Your bench is deflated. The building is deflated. And you go on to lose 6-3. Uh, so those will be some of the challenges, as I see it, for Ken Hitchcock to deal with. Shirelli also said that Hitchcock can instill something in short order and execute and direct it. Well, we'll talk more about that uh, in a minute or two here. And he also said dots to boards is an area of the ice that Hitchcock is going to emphasize the play in those areas. And yeah, a lot of the play in the NHL happens within 10 feet of the boards. Are, are you winning those battles? Are you making plays coming out of the boards? Are you getting the puck out effectively from your own end once you do have it in those areas? So that's what he, he hopes Hitchcock can work on. Uh, he also said that with parity, the timing was right to make a change and that there's a lot of runway left in the season. And I, I will say this, if you look at the Pacific Division, the Oilers are not in, in a great spot. It, it would be a lot better if they maybe were already in a playoff spot or, uh, or had a little bit of breathing room. 
They are obviously not in a playoff spot right now. Even if they win tonight, they will not be in a playoff spot at American Thanksgiving, which is often that key date in the NHL. You know, usually if you're in a playoff spot in Thanksgiving, you have probably a little better than an 80% chance of being in the playoffs by the end of the year. The Oilers will not be, even if they win tonight. American Thanksgiving is Thursday, and uh, they're three points out of the playoffs in the Pacific Division. But with the parity and with the weakness in the division, uh, there is still an opportunity to move up. The third best team in the Pacific Division has a points percentage of exactly 500. That projects to 82 points. This is likely going to be a year where five teams in the Central Division make the playoffs. They will get their three automatic spots, and they will likely get both wild cards in the Western Conference. And the third-place team in the Pacific Division, quite frankly, may not even get to 90 points. So if the Oilers can assemble some sort of a drive here and, and stay above water and perhaps play six, seven, eight games above 500 for the rest of the year, they're going to have a chance to finish in third place in the division. Right now, Calgary and San Jose project to 100-point seasons. Nobody else in the Pacific Division projects to more than 82. And the, the best team right now other than Calgary-San Jose in terms of point percentage, is Arizona. So, yes, there is a lot of runway left. There is an opportunity to push into the playoffs in a very... Well, I don't even know if it's mediocre. Maybe we would just call it downright weak. Maybe maybe we just call it downright below average for the Pacific Division. So, Shirelli making the change and saying, maybe if we start getting our act together and uh, Hitchcock has an effect, then uh, maybe you push into the playoffs. Big day. Big day again. Todd McClellan has been fired, and Ken Hitchcock is the new head coach. You can reach out at 780-496-0063. The text line is 630-630. We will get to some of your feedback when we get back. Reed Wilkins, special coverage of the Oilers coaching change. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in this morning. It's 1123. Reed Wilkins sitting in here as we have breaking news, a huge story for the Edmonton Oilers this morning that we are covering. We just had Peter Shirelli on live. Ken Hitchcock is the new coach of your Edmonton Oilers. Todd McClellan has been fired. The Oilers on a disappointing run here. I was uh, going over their record earlier. They started 0-2, kind of a bleak start. Then they went 8-2-1 in their next 11 games. But since then, they have gone 1-6 to drop to 9-10-1 on the season. And uh, Peter Shirelli said, difficult decision. He told Todd this morning. He really started thinking about it after Sunday's game. He said he saw some uh, problems resurfacing. He thought there was some uh, reversion to some earlier issues that the team had under McClellan. He didn't want to elaborate on what those were, but that's why he decides uh, to make a change. And uh, we get Ken Hitchcock coming in to coach the Edmonton Oilers. He says that Hitchcock will be the coach for the rest of the season and then uh, it'll be evaluated after that. So obviously, you know, if he does well, if the team performs, Hitch will probably be back. If it's uh, another uh, bummer of a season with not results and, and not much improvement, then we're probably talking about another new coach in the summer. So that's what we can tell you here, uh, and we will continue covering this, obviously, uh, through the Oilers Now time slot today. There is a game tonight. Don't forget about that. I'll have inside sports from 6 to 7, face-off show at 7, game against the Sharks at 8.30. All right, Sirius Gord is on the line. Go ahead, Gord. Hey, buddy. Um, so he made this decision Sunday night. That's not even 36 hours ago. It's uh, I I I, uh, I uh, remark on it just from the sheer 
he's a bold man. He's not afraid of making big decisions, Mr. Shirelli, that's for sure. And uh, uh, cogitating on it, I, like, was he talking to Hitchcock before Sunday night? <laughs> you know, that he just talked call him yesterday and hire him today it's remarkable to me um hitchcock is the casey stengel of of base of of hockey now um stengel was hired by the mets when he was 72 um uh hitch is going to be 67 in less than a month yep Uh, um so there's three legs to accountability the manager sorry the coach the general manager and the players Uh, he seems to address one of those probably a second if, if Hitch is, lives up to his reputation. But, of course, the other one of is the is the sad state of this roster in general, and that rests on Mr. Shirelli. If this team is not going to make the playoffs, which seems likelier by the day, um, do you keep, you know, we have an upside-down cake. We have a bunch of guys who are friends and associates of McClellan who were hired assistants this year. Now we've, Mr. McClellan is no longer around. Um, what happens to the assistants in the summer? What have, you know, the chaos in the managerial levels continues. Um, and clearly Hitchcock is a temporary replacement. I can't say I'm enthused by it, uh, Reed, but I uh, can't say I'm surprised either. Uh, well, no, fair enough. I mean, I, I was a little surprised. I, I mean, I, I got surprised the sense. by how early, how quick. That's that's the surprise. Well, I mean, he's probably was thinking about a coaching change prior to Sunday night. The, perhaps the urgency of it hit him Sunday night after how the team played. I, 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 doubt, I, I doubt it had not occurred to him at all before Sunday night, Gord. Right. Like, let's, let's be fair. And I think you saw how critical this week is coming up, right? If, if they have a poor road trip and... And by the first of December, they've got you know. Well, look, Gord. Here's here games are out of the playoffs for sure. Here, here's something that that is uh, very ironic, given what we saw in the preseason. Okay, Ken Hitchcock is being asked to a large extent to save the Oilers' season. You know who else is going to have to do that? Miko Koskinen, who looked like yeah. he'd never played goal before in the preseason. Isn't that ironic? Like, I, I think Koskinen has to play all three of these games. And if yeah. he gives them solid goaltending, they're going to have a chance to get four points or more. And if they don't, it's <laughs> all is lost, it seems. Well, yeah, yeah but, look- but Gord, I, I mean, you called in yesterday with that playoff analysis. I mean, I just blew that apart before I brought you on air. 88 points is going to get third place in the Pacific Division. You don't have to get to 96. You think? Okay, you said the Oilers can't play well, fif- no, I know. I'm just 15 I, games. I, okay, six has typically been the standard, but 88 is the number you're... Gord, Gord, last year Florida tied a record by having 96 points and not getting into the playoffs. That's only right. happened twice. I totally understand what you were saying yesterday, that the Oilers have to play 15 games over 500 to get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and that they can't do that. You think Arizona can do that? You think Anaheim can do that? You think L.A. can do that? Calgary and San Jose are on pace for 100 points. Nobody else in the Pacific is on pace for more than 82, and that's Arizona. That's why oh, yeah. I'm saying third place in the Pacific is up so for you're grabs. saying basically we have to beat Anaheim and uh, Arizona. Uh, well, it depends how strongly you believe in Vancouver and Vegas. Um, yeah, no, I don't believe in much of any of those guys. No, you're all right. point taken, right? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, you actually, for you actually once admitted I had a good point, which I appreciate. <laughs> Gordon, I gotta go. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right, good to have you tuning in this morning. It's 11.34. My name is Reed Wilkins. I have hijacked the Ryan Jesperson Show as we have big news with your Edmonton Oilers today. Ken Hitchcock is the new coach of the team. Todd McClellan was fired this morning with the team mired in a stretch of just one win in its last seven games and 9-10-1 on the season. We will uh, continue, obviously, covering this story throughout the day here on 6.30 Ched. And uh, Peter Shirelli did speak to the media in San Jose about 25 minutes ago. It really came up after the uh, Sunday game and uh, uh, slept on or barely slept on and then uh, started thinking about it in the morning and, and uh, uh, you know, we travel. Unfortunately, Todd had to come with us, which was unfortunate, but certainly not planned. Um, it would have been nice for me to make that decision earlier, but... Um, you know what? It's maybe it was the Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving juncture point. Maybe it was just, you know, six out of seven. I felt like it was time. All right, a little bit there from Peter Shirelli, and we'll uh, get to more of his comments as we move along this morning and into Oilers now. Some text to six thirty six thirty. Pete in Cold Lake says, Hi, Reed. I'm optimistic about Hitchcock. I think you need to make the move now before the season is too far gone. Another texture simply says the GM has to go. He is the root of all the problems. This texture says, uh, Reed, I'm very excited. When Hitchcock went to the Blues, I was so disappointed. I was hoping the Oilers would land him, but now here we are. I like McClellan. No doubt he has hockey smarts, but when it's not working, it's not working. I could see it on the faces of the players. They looked like they were giving up. Another texture says, Hitchcock is there, in my opinion, to fix the Oilers' cycle game. It's the worst cycling I've ever had the displeasure to see. And Kevin says, Reed, how can Shirelli be trusted with this lineup? He knows his days are numbered. Get him away from the panic button, or there's he's going to be making trades just to save his butt, and we all know his trade record. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think we got to realize... Um, What what's going to happen here? I mean, Peter Shirelli said that uh, Ken Hitchcock will be the coach for the rest of the season, and then everything will be reevaluated. Well, I would hope that will also include Peter Shirelli. I mean, if the if the team doesn't do any better after you've changed coaches, and they continue to have the same problems, you know, scoring and generating any secondary offense, then probably Peter Shirelli is going to be heavily re- reevaluated and perhaps not brought back for next season. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Mike is on the line. Go ahead, Mike. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say I'm all with the uh, coaching change, hundred uh, percent. Ken Hitchcock has a different system. I just want to ask you, for instance, the game against Calgary when we're up to nothing. 
after Calgary tied it, why wouldn't McClellan call a timeout and rip the players and embarrass them? Because it's all on the players, 100%. Okay? The year they made the playoffs, it wasn't because of, of uh, McClellan. It was clearly the players, they were playing their best, they all had career years. It wasn't McClellan at all, it was the players. So why wouldn't he call a timeout after the 2-2 and rip them and embarrass them in Calgary? Or why does all the coaches refrain from using that timeout until the end of the game or whatever? Mike, I I, I, I I don't even know where to begin. I'm just I'm just going to move on. But thank you for calling. We have Chris from Phoenix on the line as well. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, I think uh, the wrong person was fired. Um, just just the simple fact that I, I was talking with my buddy in Windsor, and uh, we just don't have the horses. We don't have the horses. Um, on the forward lines, we don't have the horses on the back end. Like, we have essentially one line. And, and those lines consist of, of four players, uh, whether, uh, whichever way we interject them. It, it's Nuge, Dreisaitl, um, and, uh, McDavid. Actually, only, only three players. Sorry. Um, so what else can we expect? Uh, to, to me, Shirelli should have been fired back in 2015 when he dealt two for, two, two picks for, uh, Reinhardt. And, and we've heard the whole, well, it wasn't his decision, it was somebody else's influence. The guy is the president. Isn't he the president and the GM of this Oilers team? Yes. He is the top dog. He makes, he makes the decision. So to, to me, if he didn't do his due diligence just in that, that time frame, then that's, that's a big question mark for me right off the bat. And, uh, and it's, just, it's just sad because when you look at the Oilers uh, over the last 10, 11 years, the only GM that has had success, Let's, let's be honest, real, true success has been Kevin Lowe. And it hurts me to say that. And it, it's just sad because, you know, we're just wasting away two players right now. We're wasting away Tri-Side, we're wasting away McDavid. And then when, when Chiarelli inherited this team, he had Dreisaitl. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had, uh, yeah, Dreisaitl was, was drafted. Um, yeah, Dreisaitl was already there. Yeah. So he had Dreisaitl, McDavid, Nuge, Hall, um, I'll even say Eberle because let's let's face it, he was a, he was good for 20 goals a year, and he had Klefbom. Uh, and now what do we have? So that's all I have, and uh, I, I hope you turn this around and let's go Oilers. All right, thanks, Chris. Always good to hear from you. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Peter Shirelli speaking uh, earlier today on uh, Ken Hitchcock and his philosophies, how he thinks he can help the Oilers. I think, I think you know, you can put it different ways, glass of cold water. He can instill something in short order and, and execute and direct it. And, and um, he's, um, he's going to be here for the year, and then we'll evaluate at the end of the year. But I um, uh, had some good discussions with him uh, latter part of yesterday, and he's very excited. Uh, you'll talk to him later, but he's very excited and motivated. And... Uh, and had our, de- or had our team down as far as player-to-player and mm-hmm. systems and whatnot. Um, and nothing, no changes, obviously, to this point with the assistance? No, uh, no, the, the assistance will be, they'll be here. Yep, they'll okay. remain. Will this change the way the others play a little bit? He has a, uh, kind of a reputation for being a, a shut-it-down defensive coach. Yeah, I think you're going to see more of that structure, but we talked about uh, um, the forecheck being aggressive, and if, if you can recall when we were playing, well, it was aggressive. The second man was pretty proactive, and even the third man uh, was uh, uh, shading towards the puck. So we want to get back to that. Um, 
Um, he does have like elements of his game are are defensive, and and uh, he talks about from the dots to the boards, the play and the dots to the boards, and that's important. That's wall play. That's where a lot of the game is. So you'll you'll see more of that. All right, that was Peter Shirelli earlier today, live on 6.30. Chet, as the Oilers have changed coaches, Ken Hitchcock is in and Todd McClellan is out. 780-496-0063. We have Rob standing by. Hi, Rob. Hi, Reed. How are you? Good. I'm great. Good. My call is about actually not about the coaching, but more so looking at the league. I mean, we realize the teams do what they do as far as coaching to get their standings, but when you think about it, across the, across the league of 31 teams now, maybe 32 next year with Seattle, I would think that... Right now, by Christmas, if you're if you're a fan of the NHL, it doesn't matter what team. Potentially, if your team's in the bottom ten, your team is done. The, the, the rest of the games are meaningless. It's it from a business standpoint, from a fan perspective. I, I'm thinking that you know, in an 80, 80 game season, you look right now in 31 teams. We have a span from the top team being at uh, what is it, 31 points, and Los Angeles in last place at 15 points. That's a big spread. What about the concept of making the league an 80 game league or an 84 game league? play four rounds of 20. So, But you start the season based on your ranking last year, you play around the 20. So therefore, you take Pittsburgh, who's usually in a top-five team. They're struggling. Crosby's injured. They have a bad round of 20 games. They, so okay, you, Rob. Got, Rob, look, man, let's do this some other day, okay? I don't know if, okay. this, I don't know if this fits today. Call me on Inside Sports some night, okay? okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks man. Uh, we got Hugh on line, too. Go ahead, Hugh. How's it going? Doing well. What do you think of your coaching change? Because myself, I think it's a waste of time. Uh, well, I've I've said all along that uh, I thought Todd did a better job coaching than Shirelli did managing, but the coach always goes first. So you just hope that a new voice uh, somehow gets more out of the players. Um, myself, with all the botched trades and everything else, you got Larson for Hall, you got the Spooner kid for Everly. And I mean, even as a as, as a Flames fan, <laughs> that's uh, I would have punted him after he lost that trade. That's that's for first round picks. That's what they got. That's ridiculous. Okay. So have yourself a nice one day. Yeah. Okay. It's always great to hear from Flames fans. <laughs> they just call in to be trolls. Ed is not a troll. Go ahead, Ed. Hi. Um, when I was listening to Shirelli talk. I heard a lot of hemming and hawing, and like he didn't really sell it. So, like I'm, I'm under the impression that maybe this was not his doing, and it was more of a Nichols Daryl Cates thing. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it was his doing. Really? Well, but besides the fact that he was saving his neck, but he has some pretty, pretty good coaches in, in Gullickson and the other guy. So, basically, I'm saying that. Hitchcock is a, is a close friend of Daryl, and Daryl said, this is the way it's going to be. Okay. I doubt it, but thanks for calling. 780-496-0063. We'll take a quick timeout. The Oilers have made a coaching change. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Ryan Jesperson back after the break. Hope you're having a great morning. It's 1148. My name is Reed Wilkins. Ryan Jesperson show will be back tomorrow at 9. The breaking news today from the world of sports, from the NHL, from your team. The Edmonton Oilers have a new head coach. His name is Ken Hitchcock. Morley Scott, play-by-play voice of your Edmonton Eskimos here on 630 Chad, has tweeted on his account a big picture outside of United Cycle where Ken Hitchcock used to sharpen skates, a huge sign saying, Welcome Home Hitch. You can text 630-630. 
Uh, this texter says, by the way, I, I preferred if you sign a name to a text. It's more likely I will read it, though uh, I do read anonymous texts from time to time. This person says the wrong guy got fired. Should have been Shirelli. He has ruined the team. How about that Reinhardt trade? There's a beauty. How about trading the MVP Hall? And uh, Josh says, management not the problem. The roster is as good as Edmonton can be since attracting elite players has always been a battle for the Oilers. Oilers aren't playing a full 60 minutes. That's on the coach. It was time for a change on the bench. Okay, 780-496-0063. We will welcome Andy on line three. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, hi, Reed. Uh, I'd also like to uh, congratulate Ken Hitchcock, a great Edmonton guy. Uh, I think having a new coach is, is probably a good thing. I'm kind of wondering how the players are going to take this. Uh, this is Connor's only uh, NHL coach, McClellan. So I expect the players to be a little bit sad, maybe, you know, thinking, hey, did I do enough out there to, to help my coach? And uh, it's always a sad time. But having a guy like Hitchcock with so much experience, uh, he knows the game inside out. I expect him to simplify things. I expect him to to pick these guys up and 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 just get them playing the game that they played since they were little kids and uh, and and I'm really looking forward to to seeing some good things and 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 managing the goalies. I think Hitch has is always been good with goalies and he knows how to work that system. So uh, I think this is great for Edmonton. It's a little sad to see McClellan go. I mean, he he did his, the best he could do, but. We've really got to look forward here, and uh, it's a very important time. And and that the Oilers can can just you know band together and, and start stringing some wins together, then then we'll all be happy again. So all right, thanks a lot, Andy. I, I just want to reply uh, generally to something here. I, I didn't really reply to a caller earlier, but I'm getting a couple texts about the situation too. I think a lot of you pay too much attention to how a coach uses his timeouts and how he changes lines mid-game. Uh, we had John Kelly on from the St. Louis play-by-play booth earlier. He says if things aren't going well in a game, Hitch is going to change the lines and demote players. And NHL coaches have one timeout per game. They often wait to use to use it until late in the third period. Todd McClellan is not getting fired because he didn't call a timeout when Calgary tied the game. Okay? Did... Did Claude Julien use his timeout in the third period when the Oilers took the game over for Montreal? No, they didn't. Or no, no, he didn't. You know, so let's not get hung up on superficial things like that. I mean, I know they're easy to observe, and and they're things that, yes, are, are important, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Uh, Peter Shirelli said that there was some reversion to some things he had seen in the past. And what I would think that would be is, players uh, cheating for offense, not getting involved enough, checking in the defensive zone. He thinks Ken Hitchcock can help the way they play along the boards, as he said, from the boards to the dots. Um, so I think those are uh, things now we have to to look at as standards. I mean, this is what the GM has said he thinks the new coach can help fix. So, yeah, you know what? Ken Hitchcock is going to shuffle the lines, and if the Oilers lose, you're going to complain about it, but there, there's a lot more to it than that. The Oilers will play the San Jose Sharks tonight. 6.30, Chet is the only station where you can listen to Ken Hitchcock's first game as Edmonton Oilers head coach. If you are just joining us, if this is news to you, Ken Hitchcock is indeed the new Edmonton Oilers head coach. Todd McClellan fired this morning, and Hitch is in. 
Drew's view texting to 63630. He says maybe the wrong person did get fired, but the bottom line is this change has the greatest chance of making the biggest change in short order. Firing the GM will do nothing for the team now. That is from Drew's view. Another texter says wrong coach. The game has changed way too much in the past seven to ten years. Hitch had his success in the mid 90s, mid 2000s. The game is new, fast, and far more technical now. Bringing in old dog. And an old dog was the wrong decision as the game continues to evolve. Uh, you know what? That's it's certainly a fair concern. I, I think, though, you're being a little unfair to Hitchcock's record with the St. Louis Blues. I mean, they, they, they won a lot of games there, and uh, he was just there up until a couple of years ago. All right, we'll get in uh, Norm here before we break for the uh, new news. Uh, Norm, you got about 45 seconds. Yeah, I read. Just a couple points. I love McClellan, but what I loved about him the most was was his passion. And after that game Sunday night, I, it looked like his passion was gone. Uh, he lifts, rambled off 12, 15 things that were wrong with the team. Just about everything he could think of was wrong with the team. That was very telling to me. Uh, when it gets to Hitchcock, I mean, the defensive game, that's what he's going to help us with. That's what we need right now the most. That's what's losing us games. It would have got us a couple more wins with some good defense. But also, he has a better relationship with the ref. Referees. I don't think McClellan was getting the, uh, the mileage out of the referees with all of the uh, water skiing off of guys like McDavid. And I just think Hitchcock could be more effective with managing that that sort of official part of the game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's something to watch for, Norm. Thanks for putting yeah. that forward. Yeah. All right. We do have to do the new news. I will stick with you through Oilers now. If you're on hold, stay there. We're getting you in. Bob Stoffer obviously will check in from San Jose, and we are scheduled to uh, have comments from Ken Hitchcock as we move along. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.